0: fact or myth in the big game the coin toss usually comes up heads that is a myth in fact tails has come up more often in recent years football is full of myths like the pigskin isn't actually made of pigskin gambling is a share of myths too unfortunately believing gambling myths can cost you a lot of money so learn what's myth and what's fact at keepitfunohio.com you'll also find helpful tips interesting quizzes and great games all to help ensure gambling is always fun This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Behind Hope Flame bringing it to a more day. day Yo know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. 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 When the news we bringing it to you always. always Yo know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Born to or black we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this so tune in. in. Yo know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome
0: to Birdland. You know what's up? From the boys from
2: Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, next generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearly setting host, Matt Sroka. As always, joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt, good to talk
3: to you again today. Um, we, we had to take last week off, which we rarely do, and it's simply because I couldn't talk to you.
2: Yep. It's hard to do a podcast when one of the co hosts cannot talk. Yeah. I had a um
3: what did I say it was? A sinus infection that took my voice out last week. And I know I tried calling you at one point and you it said and this would be an embarrassment. It was yes.
2: embarrassing to talk to you for two minutes. Two minutes would be much too long <laughs> to talk to you like that. I was
3: trying to do my like I was doing my normal work job throughout the week. All and right, what your, I would do your employees were sick of you. When people would call me, I would not answer the phone. I would text them back and say, "I lost my voice. We can handle this over text message."
2: Yeah, that's what you got to do when your voice sounds like that. I've never had a sinus infection, therefore, I think it's kind of made up, and I don't really believe you. But all right, sounds good. About what? I don't you really know. You heard think Never happened to me. I know <laughs> but I heard you. you I heard you. You heard my voice. You yeah, heard me. I know. I've lost my voice before from being either sick or or shouting a lot. So I right. get that. Oh, I've I went to the doctors because I said this
3: doesn't make any sense, and they gave me some medicine and said it was a sinus infection, and that's when I told you, "All right, I got medicine; it'll be better tomorrow." And the next day, it was worse.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's about that. Well, I hope your voice is rested because Josh is telling me pre-show that we're going to record and we're not going to stop the show till Carlos Correa signs his deal. So we're going to keep on doing this podcast until Carlos Correa signs with the Orioles, whether that takes, you know, four hours, 12 hours, 48 hours. Or a lifetime. Anywhere, could Carlos Correa signs with the Orioles? I, I, I feel like we've done that bit before for other people that had
3: better chances to sign than Carlos Correa right
2: now. I'm hoping the news breaks live while we're on the show. But let's not get it twisted, boys and girls. We don't have a lot of time here. We got a lot to cover. So let's jump right into it. You know what time it is. You guys have been waiting all year for this. Um, I, I'm going to start. Well, you it? know, pe- people start different ways. I always like on my screen to start top left. We're in the Western Conference. We got Gonzaga. Oh, Virginia it's much madness! I got Gonzaga. Going totally forgot. State. I will <laughs> so- go through and read every single one of my uh, picks for the next half hour. If you don't like there- the boys and girls, go and skip the next half hour. Going to be a while. We got Boise State versus Memphis. And um, someone in the control room, do not let Josh cut my mic like he's done in the past. There is so much going on in sports today. I told you we've got a ton of stuff to talk about, and this is where you want to go. You want to go with we got March going Madness. On? We got the Yukon Huskies going on, 32, and then pass there to, to the Sweet Sixteen. That's where we got the Huskies going. I think the matchup of the tournament is Arkansas versus Vermont. When are we going what, to what, the um, Eight? What division are they in? Uh, Arkansas is in the SEC. No, no, no. In the brackets. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the West. Rolling the Alabama against Rutgers. Or no, we can, we're, not,
3: we're not doing the brackets. Uh, d- if you wanted to spin this into Tom Brady talk, I could let you go with the football. There's, um not sure if you know this, Matt, but... News might be slow to get you up in Maryland, but the lockout ended. We have actual baseball stuff, or at least players that have shown up in Florida. And you want to talk about March Madness. I'm sorry. Just post your bracket guy, online let people see your bracket.
2: My reading of the brackets – actually, I haven't put out a bracket yet. Hold on. Uh, are, you hold in any, are, you, are you in any bracket tournaments? No. Am, am I too late to sign up? I haven't done a bracket yet. I've been too busy. And I know the playing games start today. Did I uh, – so- no.
3: No, you're not too late. I jumped in. I'm in one with uh, Glenn Clark and one with Jeremy Kahn.
2: So oh, you yeah. can get it. But what yeah, about those want... playing games? Do they count?
3: Uh, no. Tonight,
2: there's a playing they game. don't count. They don't count. Okay.
3: They don't count. Hey, you need to go to bed, okay? So.
2: That's Uncle Josh. Say hi, Uncle Josh.
3: Hey, Faye. Hi, Faye.
1: Hello.
2: Oh. All right, go to bed. I'll come put your mic on later. Go to bed. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Single dad night's going well. Yeah, I got I got the kids. My uh my least favorite part of parenting is putting kids to bed. It doesn't matter when I start, it doesn't end it, till it 8. never ends. And then like I can start at six, I can start at seven, eight o'clock is when they go to bed. And then this was an eight fifteen walkout. We had an eight fifteen walkout for Fair. I, yeah, yeah. Now she remember she's roaming around the house somewhere. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Is she gonna wander back to her room, or do you need to? Do we need to pause the show here? And you go make sure she gets to bed.
2: I don't. I'm just because I mean I thought, I, can, about, I, can... I thought about just putting a movie on them to stay up or something because I knew they, they keep on coming down. Because uh-huh. um, I mean I can rattle through my brackets while you go put it <laughs> to bed. No, but can I say one other comment about my bracket? Yeah. I don't have a bracket yet. I'm gonna fill one out one of these days. Um, that. The playing game, that's one of the things where universally, I don't know if there's anything in sports where universally everyone has hated it for the last several years. Everyone hates the playing games, right? If you're not good enough to be in the, in the sixty-four, you shouldn't be in it. Everyone hates the playing game, yet somehow the playing game still exists. It makes yeah, sense of course, it game exists. Game. It's, it's money. Are you going to watch the playing games tonight? No.
3: It's are the playing games I, I've never on Netflix Game in my life is the play on game in national, on national tv.
2: Um yes. I, I, I don't That's why I, the play on yeah, game I, exists. Okay, but Josh, you could say that well why not 100 teams? Why why not 200 teams? I don't know. Right. I see what you're saying about it,
3: but it the it exists to add that excitement like a
2: uh one game wildcard yeah. game. I mean, it's my same issue with baseball. If you're not good enough to be a top 12 team, if you're not good enough to be a six top 64 team, then maybe you should just be, you know, you should not make the tournament. uh I think that's okay. Like even, even the bubble teams, like, dude, we're talking about, we're not talking about like the top five teams. It's not like that. The college football playoffs, you got 64 teams in there. There's a lot of teams. So if you can't get in the 64, get out of here with that, but fine. I need to fill out a bracket, but I, uh I'll resist my reading of the bracket. Cause you do have a lot to get to. Rule changes and potential signings, all that, or yeah. some real signings. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, real signings,
3: exactly. Excitement. Yeah.
2: So, uh, but the lockout's over. It was the whole process was a little confusing to me, but whatever. I'm cool with it. It's over. I didn't really understand what happened. I still don't really understand what just I never understood the how thing. they got to a lockout. It was always confusing. Yeah, the, and understand. why the lockout took 100 days. And and why they said this is to stop tanking, and then there was nothing done to stop tanking. <laughs> but whatever, no. I don't care. I'm just happy they're playing again. And yeah, like, it says the... can make a little bit more, and the minor and the and the rookies can make a little bit more. So okay, fine. Right, and
3: then the uh, mediocre players can be a better deal, a better bargain price for for teams. So then they get to play a little longer. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. But um. Yeah, we don't care about the money side of baseball, not really.
2: Yeah. The but I was we, really pleased. I was really pleased that a there's going to be baseball, b there's going to be 162. C I'm a fan of almost all of the kind of the updates and the rule changes that really affect the the viewing experience. It's about I time for the most part, I am baseball too. Baseball kind of took these steps. I, I think it's about time yeah. that they did this, and so I'm I'm excited about. Um, you want to go real quickly through 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 the new rules? Sure. Well,
3: twelve games, expand twelve team expanded playoffs. Yeah, and, and I believe that's, 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 that's no, 14. and that's no more one game wild card. It's it's a three game right
2: series from what I remember. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the series breakdown. is. All right,
3: yeah. So I like that. I'm fine with that. Universal DH, fine with that. I like the idea of both American and National League playing on the same. Uh, playing, playing by the same rules. Yeah, about ten years too late, but good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ten years. You mean like twenty years? As soon yeah, as it started in yeah, play, it should have hearing of... about it ten ten years ago. Or something now like I guess, that. and going along with that, in twenty twenty three is less of a weighted schedule and more of you play every team yeah. at least once. Yeah. So, I as a as a Oriole fan
2: in the AL East, I love that. Yeah, if we have to play the Freddy Yankees, Freeman, Red Sox,
3: less, sounds great.
2: As what team is Freddie Freeman interested in? Oh, he's interested, or what teams are talking to Freddie Freeman? Oh, the Dodgers, and then the Yankees, the Yankees. Red Sox, Rays, and Blue yeah. Jays. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dodgers, exactly. team, they least. Yep. All right.
3: Uh, nine inning games and in double headers. I think it's ridiculous that that even had to be listed as a rule. Yeah. Because I thought the seven innings was a COVID thing. That was embarrassing.
2: Yeah, that's embarrassing. That's not baseball. Get out of here.
3: No runners on base to start an in extra innings. That's I don't like this. Currently up for the I enjoyed base, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I enjoyed not it. That they're going to revisit it, but yeah. And, and but, all right, here's the other thing. The the rumors of what they're revisiting, I like. They're talking about bringing this back, but not until the 12th inning. Oh, and I, I like that. I like that. I think that's a really good idea because it brings that excitement, but also puts that pressure on. A little early.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that. That's, that's, I think it's a good compromise because I really I didn't know that was a thing, but I don't know how to feel about it. I don't have strengthens one way or the other, but I think that would make everybody happy if you did it, even like an 11th inning type thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So I, I think that's a really good compromise. Yep. I agree. Um, yeah. Those, so those was, were the rules I jotted down. Whoa, whoa. There's two ones. And did you mention this? One oh, is, larger, larger bases. Yeah. I'm a f- huge fan of larger bases. Uh, as a softball player,
3: I am also a fan of safety. Larger bases. I don't know why people are so angry about larger bases. It's a safety issue.
2: Yeah, I'm not why I, I I don't really understand why I feel strongly about it. No, the reason I like it is I don't care about safety of the players that much. I'm not out there running. I don't care. But it's uh, the bases are they, now just a, very a, a couple inches shorter, slightly uh, cl- cl- close to one another, which <laughs> may slightly <laughs> encourage more base running and stealing. Um, and the second reason is I don't know if this will help Josh. I don't, I don't know no if that's true. Him. By the way, I don't know if that's true. I bet it's, I bet this. I bet the stolen base numbers, Josh, are up. How do year. you know? How do you know the larger size of the base isn't into the foul territory? Well, going to. I would assume it would go around the entire circumference, so every, oh. every edge would grow. Right, it, but know? wouldn't you just to have to our... bump second base like back two inches, and then it's still your ninety feet? Yeah, but they're not gonna no, it's gonna be ninety feet to center. They're not gonna bump it anywhere. The center will will stay the same. It's just the I else. guess you're right. I guess it is to center yeah, se- is it to center or is it to side? Oh, I don't know. Now now I I always assumed it was center to center, but now I'm not sure. <laughs> is it edge to edge? I thought it was center to center, but it's, I'm not sure. It was larger. Um, but yeah. So, so maybe my theory is wrong, but I, I thought maybe the, you know, you get an itch here on this side, inch there on that side. And, you know, all these stolen bases are often bang, bang. I also, I haven't heard anyone talk about this, and I don't know if this is true, but, like, one of the things I hate most about baseball, and I love almost everything about baseball, but one of the things I hate is when instant replay, when a player's sliding in the second base or something, like when they're stealing or whatever, hitting a double, and their foot, like, goes up, like, half an inch, And then that's when they're tagged. Right. When when clearly they got there first, it just, like, the impact of the bag caused the foot to lift up, just the hair. Right. Um, And I I don't know if bigger bags might help with that, um, but if it does at all, I'm I'm for it. It goes goes from
3: 15 inches to 18 inches. Yes. Yeah. And, And, again, this is another thing where they've been using the bigger bags in AAA already. Right. So it's one of these things. And I forgot my favorite of the rule changes yeah, that they're yeah, banning, banning, banning the shift. Yeah. Which they haven't laid out how they're going to do that yet. I imagine it'll be so many players have to start like on a certain side of second base. So you can't, yeah. I imagine they'll do something like that. Um, I like that. I've, yeah. I'll, we've, we've talked many times about the shift and how it destroyed Chris Davis's career. And I get the argument of, go, oh, just learn how to hit on the other side. But again, and we talk about this in football and how football has their rules committee that every year try to balance the game to make sure you want offense and defense to be even. And the shift really dramatically puts stuff heavy on the defense side. So I like it. I like balancing it out.
2: Yeah, like I I think you gave hitters enough time to adjust if they wanted to and they refused. So then I'm yeah, like so sure for, So from a baseball perspective, my whole goal is to get the most entertaining product on there. And the baseball players aren't gonna hit the ball the other way then i can't make them hit the ball the other way um right. and so my then move is to make the game more entertaining um is to is to ban the shift so there's more offense i've been on that for years and years before it was cool to ban the shift but my only concern if i had one argument against it my only concern is will this produce because what we want to avoid is this you know the the three outcomes strike home run Strike out, home run, and walk. Right, we want more right. kind of singles and ba- And I, I hope this will encourage that. I hope this doesn't just encourage like Joey Gallo and the other lefties to just um, kind of their careers to hang on these bad hitters who all they do is hit home runs and strike out and walk. Where <laughs> Joey Gallo might be out of the league in two years, but now because they man the shift, he can hang on for a <laughs> longer. But, but overall, I'm a huge fan of the shift because I think it will increase offense. And singles and all that stuff. And I think that's good. More base runners. I think yeah. that's good for baseball. Well, Gallo will
3: hang around a little longer thanks to the DH now in both divisions. Opens yeah. up his market a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, saw Nelson Cruz now with the, the um, Nationals. Right. That would have never happened. So, yeah. Without like, the DH change. And good for Nelson Cruz making, you know, 100 million, I don't know how many thousand million he has at, made at 65 years old. Yeah, yeah, after leaving the Orioles, and and we thought maybe he was done after the Orioles. And how long ago? Right, was that? Yeah. right. That was all. That was about ten years. Yeah. Um, and then the pitch clock. They're
3: gonna Is bring the that a real bring,
2: thing? I, I'm wait. I'm I am waiting to see if that's a real thing. I believe it's a real thing. Right. I'm, it's a.
3: It's. They said it's a thing. They say fourteen seconds with the bases empty, nineteen seconds with the runners on. They've had the pitch clock like counting. For years at the stadium, but they've
2: never enforced it. That's what I want to know, Josh. What's the enforcement policy, and will they enforce it? What's the punishment? Um, what will they do? That's what I want to wait and see. I'm, I don't know how. I'm, I have mixed feelings about the pitch clock. Oh, and did I see the dropped strike? Uh, was that did that did they change that rule too? I think they're experimenting with a couple rules in the Atlanta League. I think you might have. Is that what? Where at you. any
3: where you can steal first base with any dropped ball, any ball the catcher doesn't catch, you can
2: steal first base. Maybe that's something they're experimenting with in the league. I've heard that. Um, but yeah, but or, yeah, yeah, that's Atlantic League.
3: So maybe they haven't brought that into Major League
2: yet. Yeah, and I saw people getting kind of up in arms about some of the rules for the Atlantic League that they're proposing. Guys, these are everything. Just, it doesn't. It's matter. the Atlantic League. Try Let if you want to try, try spin on a bat before you go. Yeah, yeah, let them try whatever they want. It's, we can do Savannah banana stuff down there. Like who cares? It, 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 it does not matter. Let it, if a fan catches it it counts as an out. Who cares? Like let um I just care about the major league product and going to try new things out. It's a great testing ground to try out some uh, some new ideas. All right. Um you want to get into some of the Orioles news? Yeah, so the Orioles signed Carlos Correa.
3: Or did is they? Any breaking news, Josh? Do you have a source? No, I guess that's sorry. That's my notes before, with rumors. That's rumor, right? notes. All right. Hey. So they signed uh Jordan Lyles. Yeah, yeah, like a,
2: a year ago, sure. Yeah. Well, they finally was, officially signed them. Yeah, that was pre-lockout. They agreed to the deal. Post lockout, yeah. they finalized it, sure. All right. They signed Robinson Chirillo. Yep. Yep. Who is a veteran catcher? Right. Um, so no need to bring out games, maybe 30 this year. Hope the less games he plays, the better. Probably a Sunday catcher type yeah. thing. Yeah. But now we officially have, is he, I assume he was put on, I have not look at yes. the latest. We the officially have roster. a catcher right now, now on the roster. We have one catcher on the 40 man roster. Yep. Cool. yep. Uh,
3: Connor Green is back with the Orioles to a minor league deal.
2: Yep, that's and then, fine. He throws the ball really hard. Good for him. And uh, Chris Owens signed a minor league deal. Yep. Uh, utility guy, can play multiple positions in the infield, as if we don't have enough, enough me, me, mediocre infielders. Here's another one. Yep. So uh, did I miss anyone? Those are all the
3: guys we signed in the past week, right, since stuff opened up?
2: Yeah, I think that sounds about right. All right. All right, so nothing real exciting there. It's like just stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the, no, there's, there's nothing r- exciting there. The most exciting thing has been the rumors. Um, yeah. And, and Spin been, Raul, been one, do, one dude on Twitter spitting these rumors, but whatever, I'll take it. I, I'll believe it. Um, and the, the two rumors are, because I kind of, I mean, the Carlos Correa everybody know, knows about, but the other one, the same dude mentioned, is Danny Duffy. As a starting pitcher and option, who is one of the best remaining starting pitcher, starting pitching options available. Yeah. Uh, Played play last year with the Dodgers. Um, again, he's not he's not the best guy in the world, but he would slot in. I mean, I think he, I would put him above Jordan Lyles. I think he would be a number two, and Jordan Lyles would fall down to number three. So Daniel Duffy would actually be a nice addition. I, I think the rumors, Josh, even if they'd sign neither Correa or Daniel Duffy, isn't or da- Danny Duffy, isn't it nice that there are rumors about the Orioles signing? Yeah, but here's guy? what I find interesting. Yeah, I, I find it very interesting that
3: there's rumors on Twitter about Orioles signing these guys, but no one will touch this. You will not find it on MLB Trade Rumors. On, the MLB Trade Rumors will write articles about all the other teams that they've heard rumors about with Carlos Correa but they won't mention the Orioles yeah so it's odd. it's a little odd where it's like are these fake rumors
2: or not yeah i mean the uh, yeah. i do yeah i mean the, so? the the guy who's been reporting it right is this guy named Raul Ramos right who i mean i don't know much about him his his Bio says he covers the Mets and Yankees for MLB. Right. So um, it's a little bit weird that he's the guy breaking the news. But it's interesting that he has the Daniel – he reported the Daniel Duffy stuff and the Carlos Correa stuff, which leads one to think – That they're made up. No, that he has some in within the Orioles' executive team or something. Or he's decided –
3: Where can I make some ground? Where are the suckers that will believe anything? Oh, it's those Oriole fans.
0: It's those Oriole
3: fans that get burned constantly.
2: Yeah. I haven't seen one thing that he says come true yet. He's not. He's not. I'm guessing that's not it. All right. Then is something that he says true going to come out? I mean question. Right. Do you believe the Orioles offered not that they're gonna sign across Korea? Do you believe that they have pursued, offered, had talks with I believe it Korea's was... agent with the con- about a contract? Three fifty
3: ten is what the rumor was. So do I believe the Orioles offered three fifty ten?
2: Yeah. I <laughs> hope. Or so. any offer or any real offer. A- any real offer you, is outside, do you think they offered Cross Korea a multi-year Big time contract. Um,
3: no, I don't. You'll, you'll need I don't think they did because of the fact that no one else is running with this story. If the Orioles offered Carlos Correa ten three fifty, and the Astros are pursuing Carlos Correa, someone in Correa's camp would have would have leaked that the Orioles offered him ten three fifty, so that the Astros would make the same offer or a close to offer. The fact that this Raul Ramos guy is the only guy running with this story, I don't believe it.
2: I don't know. I think with this whole, with 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 the the whole Ash regime, I think they just in general play things more close to the vest, and so right. I think it's more... I believe that. But I don't think Carlos. Correa... Why would Carlos Correa's
3: team creep this close to the vest? Ten three fifty is more than he's predicted to be getting. So wouldn't you put that out there so that other teams would get close to that? You play. You you have this but, but these Josh, leaks from agents all the time. His agent is Scott Boris, right? Yeah. You're telling me Scott Boris is not going to play and
2: not going to push this to the media. He Josh, he doesn't need to push it to the media. Me, me, Why? Me, me, because he can push it to the Houston Astros management. Like that's all he needs to push it to. Sure, I guess, but.
3: But he wants to set the market. He wants to, by putting it out in the media, you set the market. This stuff leaks.
2: There's no way the Orioles made it. I don't think specific contracts offered by teams leaks all that much anymore. I don't think it does. There's no way the
3: Orioles made a 10 year, three fifty offer and nobody's taking it serious except for this Raul Raymond
2: guy. Josh. I I mean, we, we, we don't know the specific offers that have been for Freddie Freeman. There's like seven teams interested in him. Um, Certainly someone could leak how much one team has offered to drive the price up, but it's just – it's not done. So, I mean, we've heard nothing about – well, what about the other way around? We've heard nothing about what the Astros are offering him. Yeah, we have 5-160. Oh, that was earlier, though. That, that That's not this free agency. No, that was, that was, that was, uh, that was pre-lockdown, lockout. I thought that was even during the season or something. No, that was – and then – yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was for the most for the most part scoffed at. I mean, I don't think I don't see people releasing, you know, Chris Bryant's number. I just don't see a lot of numbers being released across the media. So I don't I don't think that means much, the fact that no one else has, has leaked it. See, now uh, maybe be after the science deal it'll come out if Michael was the same out. face and say, hey, listen, we offered him though. I don't know. I don't know if that looks good to say that you offered a guy and he didn't take it. You offered him more years and more money and you didn't take it. Does that make you look good because you offered him more? To your fans, or does it make you look bad because you offered him more and you still couldn't sign him? I don't know. All right. They're expecting him more than Corey Sager
3: in November. They offered him 5360 three sixty. Correa was offered
2: and rejected a $10,275 from the Tigers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Tigers one was reported too, $10,275. And that's when people started saying he wants to make more than 300 Yeah. Right. Um, he reportedly
3: sought to get 330 for ten before the lockout, uh, let's see. But it doesn't. I don't see. Uh, you're right. The only price tag I see is the Tigers. But why would you let, go and write the Tigers and what they offered, but not write? Oh, and the Orioles offer also offered ten three fifty. The Tigers are in the same place as the Orioles. Up and coming bunch of young guys. Maybe they're a year ahead of the Orioles. Why would one or not. get yeah get written out and the other not?
2: I don't know, and and, you, and if he wanted 325 and the report is that the is offered him 10 at 350 Right, then he I mean, jumped at stuff it. Like, like, may, like, maybe he wants an opt-out or something. There's rumors now that maybe he'll sign a one-year deal with the Astros. Um, right. Buster Olney's reporting that Scott Boris, like, just got hired. So if he got, like, a 10-year deal, Scott Boris would have to split it with the other agencies. So maybe he'll just do a one-year deal. So then we oh, to make a year deal. Scott Boris all the money. That's a Scott Boris move all over, isn't it? Yeah, that's a Buster only tweeted out as, as a possibility. And, hey, listen, some people. I, I mean, as obnoxious as this Carlos Correa talk is, if he signs a one-year deal, we're going to do this all again on, next off-season, and maybe it'll match up better with our timeline too. Who knows?
3: We'll find out. But
2: I, don't, I mean, yeah, sure, a one-year
3: deal, great. I don't think. Why would he get a one-year deal? I don't unless it's some type of shady thing. Like, hey, we can get you more money next year.
2: Right. That's not shady. P- players do that a lot. Um, just I guess. Kind of one-year deal, and then. All right. So on the
3: record, you believe that the Orioles made this offer.
2: I don't know if it was three hundred fifty million. That sounds and it's kind of insane to be honest. Um, like he would have taken it if it was really three fifty. Um, but did they have they offered Carlos Correa? I mean Josh, Mike Elias said it's unlikely that they sign anyone right well, what was his quote? It was unlikely that they that they signed they offer a
3: multi year a multi-year? that they it's unlikely that multi-year. they sign a multi year player that they yeah yeah Now they didn't he didn't say we didn't make an offer he said it's unlikely we get the multi year deal it's
2: like we make takes a multi year deal
3: <laughs> Right, so maybe I mean, and it's easy for him to say unlikely, and then hey, Correa signs ten year. Guys, I told you it was unlikely. I didn't even believe we were going to get Correa. <laughs> I mean, he just put yeah, it out yeah. there, you know.
2: I mean, he said two years <laughs> ago that Adley Rutschman uh, could could make an appearance after <laughs> that, out, so. yeah, on the on the uh, on the sixty game season, yeah, shortened season. Um, yeah. so anything's possible. Uh, but but yeah, I think it's. I don't know about the number three fifty, <laughs> but I do think. That I think it's very possible that the Orioles offered a uh, a ten year multi year deal to Carlos Correa.
3: I love I'd love to believe that. I just have trouble believing that.
2: I want well, it. I do you have trouble believing it, Josh? Could you have trouble believing the Orioles would spend money? Is that why you're trouble believing it?
3: No, I have trouble believing that he would turn down ten three fifty. Okay. He's not going to get a better offer than ten three fifty. He won't. You know, like, no one's paying 10360 He's not going to get a better deal than that. Yeah. So for him to turn that, for all the talk of, I'm okay to go to a rebuilding team, if you want to go to a rebuilding team, the Orioles are the one to go to. The Orioles and the Tigers are the two that are, like, rebuilding, but, like, a year or two away. They're close. They're up and coming. You can make a huge impact. So when he says that, and then they offer him 10350
2: why, if you're Carlos Correa, why are you not jumping on that? Well, because it's maybe one reason because it's the Orioles, right? The Orioles have not shown, and even if you give them this whole rebuilding, they haven't shown, right, to be consistently good at producing winning ball clubs, right? No, they haven't. But you, but again, if
3: you're going to a rebuilding team, you're you're showing you're showing your playbook for the next five six years. You're showing right, maybe you're showing the not just Adley D. A. L. Hall, Grayson Rodriguez. You're showing. Uh, Kobe Mayo, Gunnar Henderson, Jordan Westbrook, uh, Hurst said, you're showing all these guys. So you're lining you're lining all these guys up to say, hey, we've got plans for the future. Plus, here's a giant pile of cash that no one else has given you.
2: Yeah, but if I'm Carlos Correa, I also might want to say, well, that's all well and good. Just call me when you're good because you're not Yeah, Yeah, well, well,
3: yeah. But again, if you're open to a rebuilding team and you want the most money you can get,
2: that's it. Yeah, So but that's two factors. You have to be open to a rebuilding team, and then take the money. Oh, and by the way, you're a right-handed hitter, and we just moved the left field wall back. I, yeah, but,
3: but I get that. But you've got enough power; you'll be fine. Yeah. What if What if What if Carlos Correa uh, was really contemplating Orioles, but then the lockout happened, and then during the lockout, the Orioles moved left field, so he's like, ah, never mind. If that
2: comes out, I would immediately get on the fire Michael train. <laughs> if it came out that we lost Correa because That's we the only moved reason the wall. It's because Elias decided to move the wall back. Uh, or like, change of plans, move the wall back in. Yeah, exactly. Just
3: bring it. Guy, right. If if, if, Michael, if Carlos Correa we told Michael Elias that, then Michael Elias would say, you know what? We're not moving the wall. I was just kidding. We're making that an extra uh, bullpen, we're making a party pen there. And then we put the wall back and we put a little some pavilion seats there. And we go, like, yeah, this is this is the new uh uh what's the bullpen place up on top of the uh, the bird's nest or whatever. What do they yeah. call that? The O's nest. Now it, here's the ground nest for ground birds.
2: Yeah. Now I get behind that. The other one is is Daniel Duffy, which I was happy to hear. I don't know how realistic it is again with the Carlos Creative stuff. But Josh, we need to sign at least one more start starting pitcher. Are we there? Like, I think we need we need another starting pitcher. Another yeah. And Danny and Duffy makes Danny Duffy makes a
3: lot of sense. The Orioles yeah. tried to get Danny Duffy like back in like 2016, 2017. Back in the day, Duquette was trying to get Dan Duffy, so he could definitely help out the Orioles. Um, but again, are you believing
2: Raul Ramos? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I just hope we get somebody. Um, and um, the other – I guess we mentioned the quote about Michael Elias and multi-year deal. The other kind of no, no, notable quote that came out from Michael Elias um, was about kind of who could come up and when. Um, I know it stuck out to me when he said about D.L. Hall, that D.L. Hall could get to the majors this year. And he said, yeah. you know, it might be faster than a lot of people are expecting. So that, yeah. I think that's encouraging. Can't wait to see D.L. Hall on
3: opening day. Well, I guess he'd be game four or five, not opening day. But, uh, no, it's exciting. I mean, it's exciting to think that D.L. Hall, Grayson Rodriguez, and Adley Rushman
2: could all uh, show up in Camden this summer. Yeah, so, for me, this is the story of the season that we don't know. And to me, it's the biggest storyline of the season. And that's because we haven't seen it yet. No, we haven't had any major prospects yet. But how quickly... Does Michael Elias <laughs> promote these young players? To me, that's the biggest storyline. Yeah. Will Adam to... ma- ma- make open a day? Right. Will Grayson Rodriguez be up? I mean, Dia Hall is actually a few years older than than Grayson Rodriguez. Um, so, will Dia Hall it could even appear for Grayson Rodriguez? Is possible if if they're both dominating the minors and Dia Hall looks good and gets control? I mean, that's Dia Hall's big thing is health and control. So, yeah, how quickly? Now that the guys are at AAA and AA, how quickly will Michael Elias promote these guys? Also, D.L. Hall is on the forty man, so all yes. those reasons, D.L. Hall might make it to the majors before Grace Rodriguez. It's very possible. Yeah, but I, I mean, but either way, we're going to see all those guys this summer.
3: So uh, that brings us into Oops. the now that the O's have all reported spring training, the non-roster invites is uh, Marcus Diplom. That's a random guy we signed this off season, right? To like a yes. minor league deal with it. Right. I Rico Garcia, right hand pitcher. Who's he? I have no idea. That's the first Ra- time I've ever heard his name. <laughs> Ryan Hartman, left hand pitcher. Blaine okay. Knight, right hand pitcher. Travis Latkins, senior right hand yeah, pitcher.
2: Yeah, all the, I mean, Travis Latkins on the team last year, it, sure. Right. Avelkey Peralta,
3: right hand pitcher. Denny yeah. Rays, right-hand right hand yeah. pitcher. None of those guys are interesting to me. But Grayson Rodriguez. Okay. Oh rock a little bit, yeah, yeah. Cody Sedlock is Nick Vespi and Spencer Watkins. So it's nice to see some some pitchers get their spring invites. And it's interesting to see does Grayson stick around? How long does Cody Sedlock stick around? Do they keep him around for all of spring training? Or is it a quick move at move him out, especially with the shortened spring training?
2: Yeah, I mean the the it's hard to make out the non-roster invitees at two positions, pitcher and catcher, because you just need a lot of arms. Exactly, to throw a pitch. You need a lot of catchers to to, to catch those arms. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think Falky Prata is a really interesting name and 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 a good. He was good in the minors, and I, I think he's someone to watch. But I don't think he's making the day at opening day. Neither is Cody Sedlock. Um, no, it's just like when you look at the
3: catcher list, Adley Rushman. Clearly, he's got a good shot at making an opening day. The rest of these guys are there to help you catch because you have a lot of players and a lot of pitchers. Anthony Bamboom, Brett Cumberland, Maverick Hanley,
2: Jacob Nottingham, and Cody Roberts. None of those guys should be with the team. Yeah, I mean, Jacob not- Nottingham, I think Jacob not- Nottingham is the most likely guy to make it on the opening if, day roster. If you hold yeah. off Adley. Adley Rush not there. Yeah,
3: all right. And then Patrick Dorian, Shedlong Jr., Richie Martin, Robert Newstrom, and Kyle Stowers are the other infielder and outfielders.
2: Yeah. And Again, nothing outfielders special ex- there. Well, those outfielders are but, two young players that people are excited about, Kyle, Kyle Stowers and Robert New, New, Newstrom. So, yeah, but they're too young for this year, right? No, they'll both be up there this year, I think. Do You think they'll, we'll see them this year? Yeah, they both played. I mean, Robert Newstrom was at Double A, I think, all last year. And Kyle Stowers, he might have even gotten to Triple A last year. Um, and I don't got to listen on the Verge podcast for that, but but yeah, I think both those guys are very likely to be up this year. Okay. All right, uh, and good. Patrick Dorian, Ched Long Jr., Richie Martin. That's just the uh, utility depth. That's I mean we yeah got, that's thirty four A guys. Uh, you know, throw throw them in there with Jemai Jones and Jorge Mateo and all those guys. Kevin Garares. Right. All those guys, Josh. It was interesting this year. There was no Rule Five draft because of all the shenanigans, right? Is that good or bad for the Orioles? Well, I saw a lot of people who follow our minors, like breathe a sigh of relief that okay, no, we one's didn't have Nick to protect Bespe. people. Yeah, no one's taking Nick Vespi, no one's taking Cody Sedlock. And some of but guys. that means no wild card in our bullpen this year. Yeah, like I think it actually hurt us because we having the worst record in baseball last year. We would have had the first overall pick at during the during the rule five. And if you think that we have some guys unprotected who are good, I mean other teams, right? Right, have even better. better And I think they have better players unprotected than we have. Yeah, better unprotected. Though, with that said, I think I mean last year, Orioles fans still remember that we lost Zach Pop, which was, I'm sure. Mike Elias, if Mike Elias could identify kind of a big mistake he made last year, I'm sure he's kicking himself for not protecting Zach Pop. Um, but, so I guess it's nice that we're not going to lose a, you know, a Zach Pop type player. Um, but yeah, it would have been nice also to have the the next Tyler Wells in our bullpen or whatever. Yeah, but that's all right. Um, there's talk, by the way, that there might be, I know we're kind of jumping all over the place, there's just a lot of stuff, that they're moving Tyler Wells, um, they're going to stretch him out, as a long reliever or something? Have you heard any of these reports, Josh? No, but I mean, it makes sense.
3: We need... That's the one thing I think when I look at the pitching this year and the changes is the um, the fact that we need in and relief, that we need guys that can eat up in So if they think Tyler Wells can be that long
2: relief guy that can get you through that, that sounds good to me. Yeah, people forget before he was a bullpen guy with us, he was a starter. And so it feels weird stretching him out to be a long reliever. Like I felt like you just kind of shrunk him down to be a closer. So now you got to stretch him out again. Uh, but like, I would like, I mean, I think starters are more valuable. Uh, we, we need starters. I think you can find bullpen arms kind of a dime a dozen. So if, if he has a potential to be a long reliever this year, then transition into a starter. Like I say, I'm all for it. Uh, I think the argument against it would be like last year, he was pretty good. In the bullpen. if it's not broke, yeah, why would yeah. you mess with it? But I think that's something interesting to see. Well, because I'd training, say if they ever televise a game and into the beginning of the season, how is Tyler Wells used in that bullpen? Right. And I would say
3: I get your argument of if it's don't broke, don't or why break it? But it really it's is it anything ever actually put together on this team yet? You got to give it a couple more years until you say nothing's broken.
2: Right, right. Yeah, I don't think – is Tyler Wells – is he your long-term solution as the closer? Is he your World Series winning closer? I don't know if – I don't think we can definitively say that. I'm sure no. there's better options out there than Tyler Wells. And, so realistically, he'll be a six or seven-inning guy anyway. Uh, and the time you're competing with like that. Right. And if you think that guy's got
3: stuff that can get you not through just one inning but get you through three innings, isn't he going to make you a better impact with more innings? Right. No matter what the pressure is, it kind of goes down to years ago we talked on this with um, with Britton and, and all the other closers we've had. We talked about the closer position and is the closer position going away? Is the closer position even important or is it better to bring in that best arm when you hit that middle of the lineup?
2: Yeah, or like it could be the fourth inning and there could be two runners on. And a tie game right. situation. That could be the most crucial situation of the entire game in the fourth inning. Could could right. could determine whether you win or lose. And there are innings and there are at bats that had more value than other at bats in terms of the outcome of the game. So right. do you really, really want, want a good arm so, in there?
3: Right. Do you really want to hold your great arm because he's a closer until the bottom of the ninth so he can face batters six, seven, and eight? Right. right. When right. when maybe the inning before the
2: eighth inning is when you really could have used him. To face three, four, five, yeah, and maybe you know the situation happens where you never even get to the point where you can use Zach Britton, and so he ends up the best pitcher in baseball ends up just staying in the bullpen the entire game and never even gets used because you're just waiting for him to, you know, to finish off the game, but it never gets there, so he's never used, and you never use the best pitcher in baseball.
3: Maybe so. We'll see.
2: I'm not. I'm not gonna. Go. I
3: know what you're going with. You're going with the Laporta sure. Jimenez, bringing him yeah. in in Toronto. I don't maybe really we'll want to go there. Maybe we'll. See. I don't want to
2: go there. there, Josh. You went there. I didn't go there. I was just. you maybe, maybe, the maybe you lose.
3: The, oh yeah, maybe you lose uh, the, the, game the game because you bring because you bring in a washed up starter that shouldn't be even in a that's game that you to begin you, with. Guy that you brought to Canada for some reason. Thankfully, this year at least you'd have to leave him behind because he doesn't have the vaccine. And then you, you don't know
2: the status of Obato Jimenez. I don't I, know. I, I don't. Is Obato Jimenez still even pitching? I'm not even sure. No, he's not pitching. If he was a Yankee, he probably would be uh, unvaccinated and therefore not be able to play in Toronto. I'm over here, Josh. People are, like, stressing about, you know, how many players will, will the Yankees go <laughs> to play in Canada. And I'm over here. You, and do do you know where my mind's at? Where's your mind at? I'm over here looking at how many games did they get Toronto, And then I'm on, you know, I'm on uh, our betting website, looking at the over under win total for the Yankees, and thinking, is this going to be enough to push them the under for the win total if they have to play with half their lineup when they go to Toronto? (laughs) This could be an edge. Is 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 this a betting edge for me right now?
3: That's where my money (laughs) went. That's funny. That's, you know, where my money went today is I bought tickets for the first two games of the season as the Orioles open up their season in Tampa. Nice. So.
2: Season opener. Are there, are there, are there uh, hard tickets to get? Does Tampa sell out opening
3: day? Tampa does sell out opening day. Good so I, I went third party for that. But um, actually, they I could they weren't sold out yet, but I imagine they will sell out. But I went and bought some nice nice seats for Friday and Saturday, so I'll at least catch the first two games of the year since I won't be able to fly up for oh, opening day in Baltimore. That's nice. It's a weekend. Oh, it's a Friday It's a Friday 3 o'clock and a Saturday 1 o'clock. Oh, that's it's awesome. It. Yeah. That's how opening day always should be. Forget this. Yeah. Thursday, Saturday stuff.
2: Yeah. Hey, I still have tickets for Orioles opening day, right? We still have tickets for that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I had the
3: discussion today. Okay. Good. It's a little confusing. And yeah. I got to be, re- someone's got to give the Orioles a call because when I open up the app, it shows the eight tickets for Orioles opening day with no date on it. But then it shows four different tickets. In section 336, where our normal seats are, for uh, that's actually dated and time-stamped and all for the proper opening day. See how that shows? Orioles opening day, eight tickets. And then yeah. right below it, it says Monday, April 11th, four tickets. Yeah. Orioles home opener. The eight tickets have seats, but no time or date or anything. It just says Orioles opening day. Oh, that's weird. So I don't know how they can do that and also have the Monday, April 11th, that has our normal tickets and parking pass.
2: Oh, yeah, so you, you're covered for opening day. Did we? Did we always have tickets for April 11th? Or no? They they were yes. Oh, okay. We so always had tickets deal. for April 11th. Yes.
3: Yeah. So even before it was opening day. So that's what's shifted around. Oh, yeah. So, that's, so yeah, that's weird. So I'm not sure what the Orioles are doing there, but I lined up my tickets for in Tampa. So I can at least – I cannot wait to see some baseball. Yeah. And I, hope I really hope, hope Adley's is. there. I really hope I'm at Adley's first game.
2: Yeah. I, I tweeted out – and I think all of Baltimore does. I tweeted out that – I don't know if you saw my tweet. A lot of people saw my tweet because it got a ton yeah. of likes. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. All right. No, my, my, my top – Tweet for likes, it used to be when I announced the the birth of my son on Twitter, I, okay. got, seb- I got 73 likes for announcing the birth of my son. For okay. tweeting about Adley, I got 75 likes. For now on, I got more tweets about tweeting about Adley than I did announcing the birth of my son. For for now on, I'm just going to tweet about Adley all the time. What, uh, Not that I care that much, just for the likes. What was your tweet that was so popular? I said, I'm convinced that Adley will be up for opening day. Relatedly, if he's not up for opening day, I will be very obnoxious on this site every time I see an Orioles catcher in uniform not named Rutchman. All right. If you are Mike Elias
3: and you want Adley to... Do you hold Adley back for three games and let him have his, his opening, his first Oriole game in Baltimore
2: for the home opener instead of opening him up in Tampa? Oh, no. I think you open up in Tampa and then he can kind of... Uh, you know, get his feet wet a little bit too. That's be, that's what I think too. I, I
3: think,
2: think you because you want him initially, and then he can get his feet
3: wet if he does like if he has a decent a game, get the nerves out, get get a home run under his belt. So yeah. then when he's walking it, out to the that red carpet, the everyone's excited. <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah. grand slams.
2: Yeah, the the applause whether he opens up in Tampa, or opens up in Baltimore, the applause will be the same. Right, the applause will be deafening. Whether he goes over, you know. Whether he doesn't – he strikes out every time in Tampa. It doesn't matter. Yeah. When he gets – No, Baltimore, it's not – it's not going to be like, who's the closer the we time. had? Who's the closer we had that the Orioles
3: started on the road and he blew yeah, like – was that Ke- three Kevin Gregg? Yeah, he blew like two or three saves
2: before coming to Baltimore and got booed yeah. on opening day. Yeah, that's not right. That's not I'm, – I'm a no. pro booer, but that's not right to boo anyone opening day. Um, but <laughs> Bruh, yeah, that would not happen with Adley. There's no scenario that Adley ever gets booed. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm so hoping that I get to be at Adley's first game because
3: of this weird shift around with the schedule. It'll be very special. I I also figured – so I went and I bought good, decent seats, uh, lower level kind of behind home plate area because who knows when the Orioles will ever start in Tampa again. It's a fun way to – it's a fun chance to go see the Orioles.
2: Yeah, maybe next time there's a lockout. All right. Right. Let's hope that
3: oh, two lockouts is enough for my uh, for my lifetime.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm Did we get uh, out of here? I gotta find out yeah. where mm-hmm. Faye is in my house. That's the first thing I'm gonna do when I end the podcast. The first thing I'm gonna do is look in every room in my house. Any predictions on where Faye is right now? I'm guessing Faye is asleep
3: in her in the hallway right outside her bedroom. Yeah, that's a likely possibility.
2: Because so, also, like she, she thought she was doing go good and getting back. She refuses to go to sleep without her blanket. That's the worst. Whenever the blanket gets any kind of falls off or gets, you know, right. in a bad angle, she comes down and asks me to fix her blanket. And she hasn't done that yet. So my thinking is she is somewhere on the floor in my house. Does uh, does your son still sleep on the floor?
3: And still um, refusing to sleep in tonight. He is on the floor. He okay, has a beautiful Good. bed for him. That means when I'm floor. in that means when I'm in town this weekend, I can use his bed.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you're gonna play cars three with him. Um, oh, I forgot hours. about. It. I can't wait to play Cars Three. I can't <laughs> he's wait. Obsessed. And he's, getting, so he's obsessed. He's getting pretty I, good. Yeah. Totally forgot about it. I've been playing a bunch of Mario Kart to get ready, but I got to play some Cars Three. You're right. Yeah, because we got about. You got to get all these skills, and we got about ten more skills. I just can't get with Silas, just because I can't work with him with it. And then they need like two <laughs> players to get him. Oh, okay. Oh, so we got to play together. <laughs> You're saying you need me to play you some know, Cars Three with you also? there's team skills, we got to finish like first right. and second in this team race, and I can't get him to finish second with. <laughs> all right, we'll play some Cars Three. Yeah. Um, hey, can I tell you what? This
3: weekend, I went to Georgia. Just a little personal thing. I went okay. to Southern Georgia because okay. uh, my fiance, oh, Dor- I also got engaged oh. since our last show. Just, just but, stick that in there. Yeah. yeah, I'll stick that in there. But um, she it has a house that she owns in Georgia, and she lives out in like Southern Georgia, middle of nowhere. And we had to go kind of check it and get it ready to sell and stuff. So she mentioned that this house is on a dirt road. Now, Matt, you're from the Eastern Shore. Yeah. So there's some dirt roads there. When yes. I, when you, when someone tells you they live on a dirt road, what do you picture?
2: I, you know, I, I picture a road, you know, uh, with kind of patted down with dirt, like dry dirt right. and gravel, so. and yeah, maybe like gra- a, maybe not, but yeah, like like a long driveway or something. Yeah, like a, like a long driveway. Right. Sure.
3: Um, I had to turn on the four dirt roads before I got onto her dirt road.
2: Oh, multiple dirt roads. Multiple dirt roads. I was thinking singular dirt road. Okay. Have you ever seen, it's a, it's a
3: neighborhood of dirt roads. There's street signs. They do trash pickup on the dirt roads and everything. And I took my truck through there and I had mud up on the windshield.
2: Like 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 it's nineteen thirties like, again.
3: Yeah, so, it was like like yeah. people out on the eastern shore that go mud in and they bring back and their cars all covered with mud. Yeah. That's what it looked like from going on her dirt road. I've never experienced this before. Yeah. I thought dirt road meant a long driveway.
2: Yeah, that's so, That was, that was, that, was that, that was my weekend in Georgia. That's the big takeaway. Is this dirt road? Yeah, I might be going to I'm going to Georgia next week or in two weeks too. Where are you going in Georgia? I got a job interview at uh, Mercer University in Macon, Georgia. Oh, with the Macon Bacon. Is that where the Macon Bacon are? Yeah, that's the Macon Bacon. They're the big rivals they, of the they, Savannah they, Bananas. get Savannah Bananas. All right, that's good to know. Yeah. All <laughs> right, I
3: there. want. Yeah, I'll have to look up how far Macon Bacon is from there. I also today got the uh,
2: Hard Mountain Dew. Do you have that in Maryland yet? No, never heard of it. If we had it, I wouldn't know it, though. So maybe <laughs> Do you like Mountain know. Dew? I've had that Mountain Dew since I was in high school probably. Me either, but I thought I'd try this. And the it last tastes Mountain just Dew It like, was a Code Red Mountain Dew. It tastes just like Mountain Dew, <laughs> yeah.
3: but I don't like Mountain Dew. But it tastes like Mountain Dew. There you With, go. I guess there's some alcohol in it.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's why it's Hard Mountain Dew, yeah. 5%. That's why I thought you might be interested in Mountain Dew now. Well, I, I might have to try it out. I don't know. You drink the water that's supposed to be alcoholic, but it's just water. So I don't know what you drink over there. Oh yeah, I do have the I do have a, can, a Liquid Death can here too. Yeah yeah, Liquid Death with yeah. just water. Yeah. yeah. Now we have some different. We
3: definitely have different drinks down here. Though I know Liquid Death is nationwide. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They might roll out stuff, stuff in like Florida as a test case or whatever. So, also I got into baseball cards. That's the other thing that happened to me in two weeks. Oh really? Got into baseball
2: cards. Got some cool baseball cards. Yeah. Asylus is too young for baseball cards, and right now I'm too cheap for baseball cards. Yeah. But one day. Yep. I uh, Yeah, I shared some with my fiancé's son, who is
3: eight years old, and he was very excited oh, about it. Oh, yeah, it's a perfect age for baseball cards. Yeah, yeah. it's a great age for it, except he doesn't understand, like, who to root for and who not to root for. So, like, he mm-hmm. thinks he's a Braves fan because Braves are the closest baseball team yeah. Um,
2: and because they just like, won the World Series. Yeah. That's kind of like Bird's kid. It is. And then he's got a different jersey on from a different right. team. He's just and then, a then he's like, fan. his, his yeah. second team is
3: the Yankees. So he wants me to pull out all the Yankees and, and Braves cards. And I keep telling him I'll give him the Braves cards, but the Yankee cards we got to set on fire.
2: So okay, I'm but trying don't to, hate too much, Josh, because your second team is now the Mets, I know. So don't hate too much because your second <laughs> yes, team is another New York team. Right. Uh, yes, but is it okay? The Mets and the Yankees are not the same. I think
3: it's okay to cheer for the Mets, right?
2: Yeah, I agree. It is. So
3: I had, yeah, never mind. We're going way over just because we yeah. haven't talked in a while. I've got I all know, types got of to things. We go into we'll get to it all next week. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give you a PlayStation update next week. All right, that sounds good. I'll give you hey, a uh, movies I watched. All right, let's record in person this weekend. All right, that sounds good. Let's, let's record down. like Sunday night or something together. I'm down. I'm around. All right.
2: I'll be up there. All right. 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 You can follow us on Twitter. There you go. Yep. I was waiting for the music. You can follow us on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, You can, uh, can, Oh, yeah. You can like us on uh, iTunes, or you can write a review on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter for all my Adley Rutschman tweets at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Soroka. (laughs) Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always... Go O's. Colors
1: we bleed. Robinson and Wimkin, Lewis and Reed. we got Jones and Mark kick us out on Utah Street. we yeah.
0: Fact or myth? In the big game, the coin toss usually comes up heads. That is, a myth. In fact, tails has come up more often in recent years. Football is full of myths, like the pigskin isn't actually made of pigskin. Gambling is a share of myths, too. Unfortunately, believing gambling myths can cost you a lot of money. So learn what's myth and what's fact at keepitfunohio.com. You'll also find helpful tips, interesting quizzes, and great games all to help ensure gambling is always fun.